Hello and welcome to another edition of the Sport Intern Special, a series of podcasts in which we speak to the decision makers and key stakeholders within the Olympic movement. My name is Ashish Sharma. Well, in this episode, we catch up with Jill Gear. She is the Chief Marketing and Communications Officer for USA Gymnastics. And when you talk about gymnastics, there's only one place you can really start, especially if you're talking about the USA, and that is Simone Biles. much disagreement that Simone is the GOAT. Um, Certainly subjectively looking at what she does in the sport of gymnastics, um, she truly is a generational athlete. And I think when we talk about Simone, we really have to talk about her both as a person and an athlete and even who she is as an athlete now versus before, because she will be the first to tell you that her return to gymnastics, she's not looking to be Tiger Woods or Usain Bolt or Michael Jordan or Michael Phelps or any of the other athletes who would be similar to her in terms of accomplishment. She is really looking to see what she can do with her own athleticism for herself. And I think that's really important to remember that this is her journey and she has such a distinct place. I mean, when you talk about her impact, not just on the sport, but even the world, I mean, when she steps into an arena, it completely changes everything that's happening. I mean, fans, fellow athletes, everyone is inspired in some way by Simone, as well as just people around the world. You know, you don't have to be a gymnast to find what she does inspiring. And it's, I think you really do have to look at, as we said, the Muhammad Ali's, Michael Jordan's, Tiger Woods's, um, to see the kind of impact that she does have. But again, she's not looking to make that impact. She's just trying to be the best Simone she can be. You have perhaps athletes that you look at and you say yeah they can make it you know they could become a professional footballer or a tennis player but then you have those special athletes and you say but this isn't just a person who's going to make it this is going to be a groundbreaking athlete is that something that's picked up immediately or is it something that you begin to realize slowly and slowly in the sport of gymnastics it usually makes itself apparent very early Simone herself has talked about how she started in the sport around age six, which she felt was a little bit late because a lot of times it starts with mommy and me classes, certainly because of the intense technicality of gymnastics. It it takes starting very early, like no one gets to be a freshman in high school and decides they're going to switch from swimming to gymnastics. However, there are definitely cases of athletes who begin in gymnastics, who go to another sport and are highly successful, whether it's track and field. And, you know, my background there, there were several athletes who had had gymnastics backgrounds. So it's unique to the sport that it takes many, many years of work from a very young age, but um, talent, passion, and dedication, just like for any other sport is what determines success. And I suppose if you don't have, as a federation, so much experience of dealing with such a phenomenal uh, athlete, is there there a concern that that something might slip through? Uh, You know, you sort of put out the gloves and take care specifically to make sure that this precocious talent is nurtured? Well, USA Gymnastics is structured with thousands of member clubs and we have a very robust youth development system. So any athlete who comes up 
through that system is pretty well known um, to the Federation, but with any athlete, regardless of who they are, but any of our national team athletes, we work very closely with their coaches, especially if they are minor athletes, we're working with their parents as well. If they have agents, we're working with their agents. So it's very, very collaborative. It's, it's basically a big ecosystem um, of how we together build success, which is honestly in one of the ways that we've changed how collaborative that process is. I mean, it's it's quite remarkable and a, and a coincidence that we're actually uh, speaking on on the actual very day, some six years ago, when uh, Simone first revealed that she had also been a victim of sexual abuse. That made an incredible impact on her. It changed many things around the sport and, of course, U.S. gymnastics itself. When you look back on that period of time. How do you look at the situation of where you are today, certainly with regards to issues around safeguarding of athletes? Yeah, first, let me say again how very, very deeply sorry USA Gymnastics is for the trauma and pain that all survivors have gone through and for our own role in that. Um, it was terrible what everyone went through, and it is only as a result of athletes coming forward to share their stories that it really inspired and forced USA Gymnastics, honestly, to change. That said, when USA Gymnastics under new leadership really did embrace that change, it has been cultural. And it is something that we live every single day. Every decision we make is based on what is in the best interest of athletes' safety, health, and wellness. And it starts there. And that will never change. It is a daily process that we will continue. And it's just our number one priority. So in the last four to five years, especially, that change has really ramped up, and it's for the entire gymnastics community. It takes the buy-in of everyone, from youth coaches and club coaches all the way through elites and administrators, their coaches, agents, everyone. And so we will never, ever, ever stop our continuation of that cultural process. Do you feel that certain types of sports, not just gymnastics but sports where well, that, i suppose uh, athletes start at a very young age are, are, are prone to become more vulnerable i mean i know in general that to, to get to the highest level you you see the talent at a young young age but i suppose even in a team sport you've got a team around you i suppose in individual sports you're just one athlete at a very young age suddenly exposed to this world is it always going to be vulnerable in that sense well, unfortunately, abuse is something that exists that exists everywhere in society. And one of the things you mentioned earlier about the process and where we are, um, USA Gymnastics is in the position where because we went through this really before most other federations and sports who are now going through it, that we are able to share a lot of our learnings. You know, Lily is on the FIG Safeguarding Commission, and she has spoken at the last two safeguarding symposia. But whether it's a sport or a club or a school environment, you know, it's the responsibility of anyone who's in a position of power to ensure the safety of young people. And so that's what we're really dedicated to doing. Yeah, you, you mentioned uh, leading there. She's, of course, the president and the CEO. And she came into uh, office, if you like, I think around 2019. Let's look at what work she's had to do to turn things around. What would you say have been the most important criteria that she's had to sort of take on and, and how successful have you been as a federation in achieving that? I can't imagine anyone who could have led this organization through this process 
more effectively than Lili. Um, more important than achievements are really her leadership qualities and how she appro approached what is an absolutely daunting task. I mean, there are not many people who would take on this task. Um, it's reputationally risky even to take on the job. But first with her, it's first do the work. And I have been very impressed in the two and a half years I've worked with Lili, especially as a CEO um, who is in a very difficult situation. She is very open to contrary opinions. She has a very, very, very thick skin, which I cannot stress enough how important that was because especially up until even last year, um, anytime USA Gymnastics would say or do anything, we would be open to very, very intense criticism, oftentimes very personal. And in her case, sometimes even getting death threats. And she has a unique ability to just stay focused on the task at hand and to do the right thing. And that is where we start every day. So when Lily talks about the last few years, she really talks about the three Ps which are people, priorities, and policies. So we focused on a new board that includes our chair, Catherine Carson, who has also been a phenomenal leader, getting our new people, priorities, and policies that led to this organizational transformation. So Lily would be the absolute first person to say that any achievements are not her achievements, but they are the achievements of the entire gymnastics community, as I referenced before, because if there is not buy-in, from the bottom to the top and everywhere in between, it's not gonna be successful. So when we do talk about achieve, achievements, we would say first and foremost, it's keeping athletes safe. And again, that's a daily process ongoing. It'll never be perfect, but we are always committed to doing it. Second, I would say is working to get the buy-in of the gymnastics community itself, which took an incredible amount of work and still takes an incredible amount of work, not just by Lily, but in everyone from USA Gymnastics. Um, third, I would say is probably just regaining the trust of the entire community, but especially athletes. Athletes are why we are here. And until and unless they feel safe and supported, nothing else that we do matters. And only when the wheels were kind of turning on all of those things, did we start to see you know, a change in the atmosphere at gymnastics events, for instance. You just feel more lightness. You see more smiles. Athletes feel safe to speak out. They feel safe to have fun, which sounds like a pretty basic, right? But that's a big deal. And then finally, when you have all of those things working together, in 2023, you see things happening like five new partners coming to USA Gymnastics, including most prominently our Nike partnership that we announced right before the Core Hydration Classic. So partners are very risk averse. And for that many new partners to come on board, I think really speaks volumes as to where the organization is um, under Lily's leadership. And, and I guess that was such a key moment. I mean, after all that had gone to get the right person coming in to lead USA Gymnastics in the right direction. And on top of all of that, Lily comes from a different background. So she's not only uh, a very high profile person in a high profile position who is a woman, but she's also from uh, a different ethnicity. How important has that been in terms of creating the message both for gender parity and equality, but to diversity? Well, Lily's background did uniquely qualify her for this role. Uh, she was an elite gymnast herself and competed collegiately at the University of Michigan. But as you say, like she was an executive with the NBA. So she came from outside the sport from a leadership perspective. And when she was looking to build the team and she, you know, she would be more appropriate to speak to how her background influenced um, how she approached things. But our executive leadership team happens to be all women. 
the team that she built. And that was not by design. She was literally just looking for the best people to do the work and to do this massive job that lay ahead of us, which required people who would just work, take their ego out of it and uh, not have you know thin skin as well. Um, and I'm, she would actually love more diversity in our executive leadership team if we could have it. So that said, you know, overall, gymnastics is obviously a sport where women are at center stage. And by the way, our men's team is doing incredibly well as well. But the sport continues to become more diverse. And today, as we speak, it happens to be Martin Luther King Day. And today we featured um, online 15 or 16 Black gymnasts who represented USA Gymnastics at the World Championships or Pan Am Games last year. That says an incredible amount. And even at the World Championships for Artistic Gymnastics, the vast majority of our teams were people of color. So the sport continues to change and it, it is really exciting to know that everyone is welcome in the sport and that they feel welcome. Do, do you feel now that, that the tide has turned and as you mentioned there quite wonderfully that that sense of a lighter atmosphere is now uh, pervading the, the, the space? I would say that we really saw two different points where we could really start to feel the difference. And the first was at our 2022 US Championships in Tampa. And we look for a specific example because we can feel that it feels lighter. But when we saw on social media, former elite athletes, including one who had been abused, tweeting that they were at this event and they could feel the difference. That is the proof point. You know, what we think doesn't matter. It's what the athletes think and feel that matters. So that would really be the, the first moment. And I would say the second moment would have been at the Core Hydration Classic early last August. And th that was an incredible week because not just Simone coming back and announcing the Nike partnership, but also Gabby Douglas announced that she was coming back as well. And so we had a full arena just full of happy, happy athletes. Um, and I would actually point to, to a third proof point as well at our Xfinity US Championships in 2023. We had an athlete who was competing and um, at the Core Hydration Classic, she had stuck her landing on the bars and had done this pretty extravagant dance on live TV. And at our US Championship, she was asked by a member of the media, would you have felt comfortable doing that in the past? And she said, oh no, absolutely not. In the previous quad, I never would have done that, but I definitely feel that I can do that now. And so that's, again, it's what the athletes see and feel and say that really, really tells the story for us. Well, those there were the thoughts of Jill Gear. She is the Chief Officer for Communications and Marketing at USA Gymnastics. Don't forget, you can get all the latest news from the Olympic movement by subscribing to the Sport Inter newsletter produced every day, Monday to Friday. But until the next time, stay safe. <laughs> <laughs>